What's up guys? Welcome to another DVR snapshot. Today we're reading Exodus chapter 37 and 38 here in the Old Testament and we're continuing to read the things that Moses and the people of Israel are making that was actually described in Exodus 25 all the way to 30. You might remember a few days ago we were reading all of those things described like what the tabernacle was going to be like, what the um, bronze altar was going to be like, all that stuff. We kind of started to see what God commanded for those things. Now we see how they're built and we also see the names of the people who build them. So right here at the beginning, we see some of the craftsmen that God uses to do this. And I just want you to imagine, put yourself in their shoes. What must it have been like to make this tabernacle with all these different instruments and specifically right here, the Ark of the Covenant? What would it have been like to make all of those things? would have been a lot of pressure, right? Because you're doing something very important for God and you're actually being used by God to do something amazing. And that's what these people were. So uh, it must have been a privilege to be them. And we saw yesterday how many people brought gifts to God. Really, they brought them to Moses and the leaders, but they took their gold earrings and their, their gold that they brought from Egypt and they gave it really generously to the work that God was doing. And it's interesting because here in chapter 38, actually, we get a recording of how much gold there was. And I just thought, wow, this is amazing. If you start to really think about how much gold there was. This is uh, verse 24. It says, all the gold that was used for the work in the construction of the sanctuary, the gold from the offering was 29 talents and 730 shekels. So I followed the little um, footnote here and saw how much it was. It says a talent was 75 pounds and a shekel was uh, two fifths of an ounce. Okay. So I, I worked it all together and my math, if this is right, um, my math that I put together was this gold was 2,191 pounds of gold, which if you stop and think, what does that even look like? Um, I don't even know what it looks like. It just looks like a lot of gold, but I know for certain it was expensive and it was costly and it was the work of all these people giving generously to God. And then you might say, well, that's a lot of gold. There's no way they had this much gold. How many people were there? Well, it t tells us that right here too. In the next verse, this is verse 26 of chapter 38. It says, all together they counted and there was 603, 550,000 men. So here, 603,000, sorry. Wow, that was a big number that I just gave. Um, 603,550 men. That's a lot of people, which means there's probably what? 1.2, 1.5, 1.7 million people, if it's this many adult men. So God was building a nation in the wilderness. And that's another thing I want you to see. God was doing something amazing in building a nation and bringing them and getting them ready for the land that they were going into. And this first generation of people was used as preparation for that. So um, that's our Old Testament reading today. We're going to finish the book of Exodus tomorrow. So we'll be back there. Um, but let's go to the book of Matthew, Matthew 23. We already started this section too. So it feels like we're picking up where Jesus left off here in Matthew 23 because Jesus was condemning the Pharisees, basically saying woe to you or curses on you because of your actions and your lifestyle. And some of these things are described. So we start here in verse 23. So we get four of the woes that Jesus gives. And remember we said yesterday, woe was not a good thing. It wasn't like, whoa, it was like, whoa, as in a curse. So that's what he's saying here. He's calling them people who overemphasize the small things to the neglect of the big things. Um, and you might say, well, shouldn't we follow the small things too? Totally. But the problem is these Pharisees were basically taking their rules and putting them on other people and not willing to do them th themselves. 
and they were missing the heart of what God wanted them to do. And he calls them a few things. He calls them some names. The first name he calls them um, here is like a like an unclean cup. He says, you guys are like cups that are really dirty on the inside, but you look really clean on the outside. So you fooled everybody into thinking that you're a good person or a good servant of God. The next section, he says, you're like whitewashed tombs. You're like tombs that are full of dead people's bones, but you're painted really nice and you look really nice on the outside. He says, that's what your life is like. And I want you to have that image right there. That's probably a really powerful one. Uh, a tomb that's painted nice and bright and white on the outside, but it's full of dead people's rotting bones on the inside. He says, that's what it's like to be a hypocrite, to be a person who acts like you're one way at church and you really live another way in secret. You act like you're really religious or you're really godly or whatever you want to call it. And on the inside, really, you're selfish and you're rude and you don't have love. You have hate in your heart. All of that stuff. That's what it means to be a hypocrite. And Jesus just makes it so clear. Do not be a hypocrite. So if that's the one lesson you learn from today's DBR, it's that don't be a hypocrite. Be genuine in your trust in God. I mean, think about that. What does it mean to be genuine in your in your following God? Well, it means that you're honest about your sin. It means that when you're being held accountable for things, you're being forthcoming with your sin, and you're quick to confess it to God and others, and also you're quick to repent and do the right thing. That's what it means not to be a hypocrite, to genuinely live for God and to serve God too. So uh, that's a huge thing we learned today. And I want that to be a thing that sticks with you forever as we read Matthew 23. Don't be a hypocrite. So that's Jesus's message today from this chapter. Um, hopefully you have a good time as you read it and as you start to digest it and think, man, what are, the some, what are some of the areas in my life where maybe I'm being hypocritical? So that's today's DBR. We'll see you back tomorrow for another snapshot.